0: last time on hell's kitchen Ramsey got 16 chefs and yelled at them the whole time for being american what are you doing you donkey don't you know how to cook food why did i get you off the street garbage utter garbage this time on hell's kitchen <laughs> i'm the narrator annie and i'm the watcher minty and this fun title where we serve every podcast with f you i don't exactly know why we're doing an episode of Hell's Kitchen. As of this recording, I believe season 21 is the latest one and I've seen season 1 to 4 and then 10 to 21. Well, I'll tell you why we're doing this. It's because you saw Psych and said, oh, hell yeah, we're going to do so many American shows that <laughs> I'm watching. We're going to do Psych, we're going to do Hell's Kitchen, we'll do Monk, we'll do Crime Scene Kitchen, we'll do Am- Lego the- Master, the British Baking Show. <laughs> <laughs> that? You're the one who asked for hell's kitchen okay i did not watch anything (laughs) okay because on hulu season one and then 10 to 21. So that's why I'm watching like this weird order. And season one was really hard to watch because there was all these non-chefs going for like this job of being an executive chef at some fancy restaurant in Las Vegas with a quarter of a million salary. And he's yelling the fuck out of them. I mean they kind of sign up for it but it's also kind of like this is season one so nobody knows what's gonna happen. And we watched this as a kid. Did we watch this? Yeah we've seen House Kitchen as children. Could you imagine going to Drag Race watching season 1, then you can only watch season 10 onwards. You know, I mean, we kind of did that because we saw season 10 first. Did we? Yeah, because season 11 was playing at the time. So I said, okay, I want to watch a whole full season. So I watched season 10. And if you don't know RuPaul's Drag Race, they make constant references to old queens and old seasons. So season 11, the first episode was, you're gonna all dress like a queen from a previous season. And we were like, we don't know what that means. Because <laughs> we only saw season 10 at that point. I guess to like a Hell's Kitchen they kind of do that for all stars you're like oh were they better in the season they were in before yeah that's true it's funny because they only have one all stars season which is weird because like Top Chef RuPaul's Drag Race any other reality show we're watching like all has an all stars because it's so cheap and easy to do and honestly it's just fan service at one point I wonder if it's just because they don't have enough people who's willing to go back on this drink <laughs> but going back to the old tangent like in the beginning they just got like a bunch of smucks right but then like I think at season 3 You said they got actual professional chefs yeah like you needed cooking experience which is also kind of weird to say because season 4 winner was a culinary student so do you count that as 2 years of professional cooking it kind of reminds me of the other Gordon Ramsay show Next Level Chef where like they all have experience cooking it might be at home but or social media or whatever else you wanna call that show's really good too actually you know what's funny this is a little tangent this guy he's a social media food critic so he went to 7-Eleven he bought all the Pokeballs onigui's from Japanese 7-Eleven. And then the Pokeball was supposed to be the worst, was a Spam Musubi. And I was like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> and then the Great Ball was a Curry Rice Oniguri. And then the third Whoa. one, the Ultra Ball, was just like Oniguri, but it had a ramen egg um in the middle. Whoa, wait a second. Where's my $50 Master Ball <laughs> with like the gold flakes on it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to 7-Eleven petition. But I'm just like, I don't know if you consider a food credit. Just because you buy things from 7-Eleven my dude Ooh, going end up tangent to be fair though what, what qualifications do you need to be a food critic Anyways, back to Hell's Kitchen but yeah so season 1 it's really hard to watch like I like watch a couple episodes and I had to take a break <laughs> because it's so cruel then I jump to season 10 which actually of all the seasons has kind of been my favorite one because season 10 it's like you know what's gonna happen the people who sign up for it you know like they know what's gonna happen he's still as hard but they don't show as many um customers coming up to be mean to Ramsey. I think it's also cause like the customers know. It's ten years later. If you don't know that you could potentially not have food at that point, then why would you go? Uh, sometimes you lost top chef and like we've been waiting for hours for our food and I'm like, dude, I don't care if you could be on TV. Leave. <laughs> Okay, as someone who never saw Hell's Kitchen, what's the structure of the episode look like? I think the basic structure is, okay, you split into teens, boys and girls, right? Girls are red, boys are blue. You have a mini challenge which can range from some kind of cooking preparation. So like preparing scallops or preparing lobster, you know, like shelling it all and whatever. I like the Top Chef relay race. Where like you have to like debone like 10 fish and move on to like peel 20 eggs. I do like those ones, especially the way Top Chef does it. But something in Hell's Kitchen is like debone this fish, then ride a tricycle to me. Oh, through this obstacle course, don't drop it, and then I will rate it as good or bad. And I'm like, is this entertaining? It kind of was. Um, the main chance I saw was I guess it was a blind taste test. Oh, yeah, it's the one that's in every season, and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of entertaining only because, like, it's interesting to see who's really good and who's really shitty. Like, it's very rare for people to get all four correct or all zero wrong. Oh, I know mean, it happens. When did they start with, like, oh, if you get one of them wrong. We're going to punish your teammate. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, season... I want to say, like, later seasons. 15. That made it very entertaining. Because <laughs> it's funny to see one guy get totally wiped and then another one just, like, clean. They're like, ew, you got spaghetti sauce splattered on me. <laughs> but, so, you do this basic challenge, and then if your team wins, you get, like, this fabulous prize you get to like eat at a fancy restaurant go on a helicopter ride i like the one that's a shopping spree like they literally go somewhere and they can spend a thousand dollars wow and it's either like on clothes or cooking equipment oh every time i watch minty you know like oh this is hell's kitchen this is the mini challenge yada yada they're doing like a weird crossword puzzle where they can only use <gasps> the ingredients in it i like those i like those really gimmicky ones where they have to like fight for the ingredients but every time i watch blue team loses i just look at (laughs) minty being like okay is it me I will say the latest seasons a lot of times red team wins but I think in the earlier ones it's a little more even I don't know why I could be wrong because I'm not tallying this up but that's the vibes I'm getting my favorite main challenge this isn't from Hell's Kitchen it's from Top Chef Is the one where they have to go in a dark room and eat a plate and then when they come out they have to recreate that plate they do something like that in Hell's Kitchen they call it taste it now make it oh Well, Ramsey will make a dish and then they have to recreate it but they can see it they can it, but there's so many components to it. You need the right protein. If you don't have the right protein, you're automatically out All right, the right sauce the right puree the right accouchement I also like the ones where like a lot of times they're making food for like children Oh, and then the children get to vote because it's more of a scale of like how much of a people please are you because Hell's Kitchen unlike like like top chef is like not just being like are you the best cook in the world? Like can you make the best food? It's like you're gonna run a restaurant. Are you the best executive chef? Like are you gonna cook good food lead people? People, make customers happy. It, it just kind of tests like a little bit of everything. This is the last time I'm gonna bring up Top Chef, but this is my favorite moment of all time where, like, they had to cook for a bunch of kids, and like, whoever, like, you know, they were to sell the most food, quote unquote, to these kids, won. So this one lady was like, oh, I'm going to serve this alcohol dish to these kids (laughs) but it's fine I'm going to burn away the alcohol but obviously she got on the bottom and then they were like look it's not a matter of whether or not you burned off the alcohol it's the fact that why did you think kids would like the taste of alcohol? Oh you know that just happened somewhat recently this lady she made a hamburger and she stuffed it with goat cheese and people were like kids don't like goat cheese and she was like my kids love goat cheese I'm like of course your kids love it (laughs) my kids love the taste of bourbon what are you talking about? I rub it on their teeth whenever they cry look the school can't get me in trouble because i'm the one administering to them <laughs> but yeah so like i said they go on this fabulous prizes what i think is kind of interesting is a lot of times when uh, most times a team wins but you get to the point where they get to like become like one team and then only one person gets to win and that's when like shit hits the fan because for some reason i mean you kind of can figure out why when that person wins the mini challenge and they get to go on this fabulous trip they come back and they're like the black sheep oh. like nobody wants to associate with them and it's like, really cruel, but also, like, damn, the show is so fucked up in that sense. They clearly pick people who are, like, not psychologically all there. I kind of, right? As all reality shows. I don't know, because, like, Top Chef, right? Like, the newest season, it's like all James Beard nominees or four restaurant owners. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Top Chef is, like, very tame. Maybe the earliest seasons, they may have picked, like, some questionable people. I feel like the new ones, want, they have, like, a reputation. Like, oh, you are on Top Chef. That means you mean something. Okay, when they win the main channel, they get great prizes but they also get quite punishments when they lose, right? Yes, the losing team goes through like these back-breaking horrible punishments. And I think it's interesting, right? I think the point of these rewards and punishment is supposed to bond the group. What's the worst one you've seen? I think the most hated one is Recycle Day. So they have to literally go through all the trash and clean out what they can recycle like food waste, plastic waste, whatever else kind of waste there is. One time I saw them making bread and they kept having to wake up I guess like at three in the morning to like tend to the bread. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Actually, delivery day is probably the worst one. Literally, a truck will honk at them and they have to run out and go get it. And they'll do this like early in the morning. I think one season it was during service. Wow. Well, so they heard the honking and I'm like, oh. Like some punishments do extend like, into the service. I think that was more of an early season thing. I don't think they do it as much in the later seasons. Yeah, because fucking unfair. <laughs> but it's funny because I, like I said they, I think they're meant to bond like oh you know we don't want to go through this again so let's like bring ourselves together and let's strategize but a lot of times it ends up fracturing them a lot because they'll be like you're the reason why we lost the mini challenge you should be the one doing the punishment we're gonna ostracize you now It was one thing with the punishment but like I guess they all have to eat something disgusting but one person will secretly get a dish that's not disgusting I never understood the point of that they don't do that very often and they don't always leave like one is safe because like you don't even remember one of them where they all had to eat a sundae and only one of them was safe yeah but you had to obviously pretend like it wasn't but why would you do that and not tell someone like I understand, like, seeds of doubt, by the way, one of those Sundays might be safe. <laughs> but, I like, didn't even tell them that, so it's just something for the audience, like, just so you know, this one person's having a great time. I mean, come on. If you watch a Hell's Kitchen, like, trailers or coming on next episode, it's so gimmicky. It's so clickbaity. I saw one, like, this girl's gonna fall in love with this guy. <laughs> i like, I guarantee you she's not. Like, a lot of them don't even happen. And what's really crazy, stupid, like, they'll have one, like, oh my god, his finger got- got cut off but like in the episode it's kind of glossed over like ah shit chef i cut myself okay go get a bandage okay chef and then that's it i mean essentially yeah it's like okay the moment's over it's not even like a minute total time you make it like this big thing and it's like you know honestly, nothing really bad ever happens to anybody all right let's move on to the main challenge which is always the same right essentially yes except like the last two essentially but, i mean red kitchen blue kitchen they basically just have to put out the orders ramsey does this brigade style which he as the executive, Chef is basically telling them what the Orders are and then he'll plate The food up and then he'll let it serve out So he's like the last checkpoint so the Brigade or the sh- other cooks on the Line have to cook the food to perfection They have to coordinate with each other because Like a meal is not just the meat it's also Like the garnishes so like garnish has to Go up first then the meat is allowed to come Up and all the entrees have to come Out together so that's why like you can't have Like fish coming out before the meat you know there's A lot of like communication breakdowns that's the Essential theme of the show you know how those meat say- Station, fist station accouchement station yada yada right how do we assign those stations I believe Ramsey assigns them randomly in the beginning they never talk about how they're assigned to what and I think they're supposed to rotate so that way you'll always be at a different station okay because you'll get into late season and people are like I've never done vegetables before and it's like dude shut the fuck up and then so there's a dining room for people that we just assume just literally just came on there to be on TV right essentially yeah was it like the someone who has to be out there into internet- them. They did this in the early seasons where they would have someone who was a waiter. And so, which is kind of stupid because the waiter is almost like never going to be eliminated. At least from where I am at. You and I have seen YouTube videos <laughs> of like the top five times a Hell Kitchen Chef fucked up, right? Because I'm still waiting for that one waiter who apparently went to the tables and was like, oh, don't order this. Jeez. Like, I haven't seen that happen in the show yet. But I know it was in like, there's a YouTuber out there who's just doing these compilations of Hell's Kitchen Kitchen. go watch that person for specific highlights of moments top five moments people fucked up we know ramsey doesn't like cold food but what if it's too hot i mean it's burnt is it so you know on the stations high pressure right and they make a lot of fuck up Do you see more foods go out that's too cold or too like burnt we have enough cold. okay it's raw right? i guess it's like being rushed out right yeah and i guess because like you can tell when something's burnt it's black you can't necessarily tell something that's raw. ramsey apparently can- knows if it's cooked based on touch so he'll literally just touch your food and like raw, uh, burnt, not good enough. Very interesting. And then you can cook fish to a certain level. All I hear is medium. They want the salmon medium and I don't know what the fuck that means. And so that's the major gist of the champ. My favorite is when they get to the top four and they give each one a turn at the pass. So basically they get to be Ramsay. They get to plate the food, be the last checkpoint and send the food out. What's great about this is that they bring the sous chefs in to fill the holes, Ramsay supervising, and they put sabotage after sabotage against that person to try to see if they'll catch things. Like, how good is their quality? It's so, like, some of them might be like, oh, the, the dish is pork, but I just gave you veal. So. Exactly. Or it's the wrong sauce. There's a missing ingredient. Like, there's no peas in the mashed potatoes. They got it where the maitre will be like, this is a six-top table and we only gave you five entrees. Did you catch that there's a missing entree? That one's insane. It's weird because in the early seasons, they kind of, like, they group together and talk about what they could do. But in the later seasons, is like they clearly haven't planned out what they're going to do. <laughs> and i have, like, one sous chef in the main kitchen and another sh- sous chef in the other kitchen. So that way like Ramsey can switch it out so it almost seems like the contestant tried to fuck with them so that you know so it's like you-, you can't just always expect the sabotage to come from the sous chef which it usually was. I thought it was brilliant. It's very entertaining to watch. It's also interesting to watch because they can be like great in the brigade but then they'll suck at the pass and then it's like well who's gonna win? Some of the main challenge dramas because there's a lot of tr- dramas in the night right one of my like was that they kept making pasta but then like they kept fucking up so they was just showing away to the point they're like we ran out of pasta, Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ramsey's like, oh my god! That trash can is full of wasted money! What the fuck happened? Like, I didn't want to send you a subpar dish. But damn, now you're gonna send me nothing! I know, I do feel like sometimes it's like, oh, rock in a hard place. You send up the crappy food or do you throw away the food, Ramsey catches you and yells at you. And there's one where like, I know you got kind of like, holy shit. But like, Ramsey, I guess he makes sample dishes for them to like, make for the night. Oh. And this one lady just sent the sample dish up to be served. Yes. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> this one with this lady, she accidentally threw out pasta and then she was gonna wash it and reserve it. Oh. And you know what? She got very far in the competition. <laughs> Did the cameraman catch it? What happened was sometimes they work in pairs. Yeah. And her partner said, where'd you get that? And she's like, from the trash. And she's like, ain't no fucking way are you gonna serve that fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? Honestly, she should have been eliminated for that. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't. I mean, honestly, I think the best part of the show is just like, like I said, they get like these unhinged people. And so there's a lot of conflicts, a lot of butting heads. Some were butt heads with Ramsey, and it's like, holy shit. And so it's a very addicting show, even though I don't know why. And it must be very addicting because but to have 21 fucking seasons. I think the only year they missed was COVID season. I think they could have had a little Zoom call. I like mean the, all the other shows. That's how next level chef picked the chefs. <laughs> So, the losing team, which is probably going to be the blue team, is on the bottom. How do we kick someone out? Do we vote for them in survival style? Oh yeah, I mean, they do. They- Ramsey says, it's either two ways. One, the best of the worst gets to nominate two people. Or, the whole team comes to a consensus and picks the top two. Which I think, like, in later seasons, they just do the whole group gets to choose. And I think, this is the one thing I love about Hell's Kitchen, is that, like, whoever gets eliminated, you'll never know who. Because, I, I would say for the majority, it's, like, out of the two people that were nominated, one of them gets Eliminated, but then there's those shocking moments where he'll be like, Either you chose wrong, which means that you can't judge people's characters, so I'm gonna choose for you, or someone did so badly for so long, there's gonna be like that third person's getting eliminated. I-, I mean, I respect what you guys said, but that person has done way worse. One of the one times, so like, it's kind of like jury duty, right? Like, you pick someone in the jury to say who you pick, who should be on the eliminated, and that person's like, "I right, we agreed on A and B should be on the bottom. One of the one time that one person lied, yes, he chose whatever he wanted to say. And the group was like, oh, fuck, no, you ain't gonna <laughs> hijack our vote. And then once the people nominated go up, they have to lead their case of why they should stay. And some people just go on and on and on. And I don't understand why Ramsey doesn't cut them off, especially if they're not gonna be eliminated. But this one, like, Someone's rambling, and then he chose a third person. And I was like, why did we have to listen to this person ramble and ramble about why he should stay? Chef, I'm still growing, and you don't wanna see me when I'm not at my best. So you should. Keep keep me till i'm at the best <laughs> i think that's the worst one to me like i have more to grow and i'm like this isn't the place to grow this is the place where you're supposed to prove yourself this is rupaul's drag race not rupaul's school race and i'm trying to remember who said that in rupaul's drag race where it's like if you don't know who you are at this point then you shouldn't be here was there any like shocking like this person's like i don't even want to be here ramsey fuck you and he's like all right if you don't want to be here get out no that's my dream <laughs> <laughs> i think the most shocking elimination was this guy who was incredibly good he got to like the top four wasn't even nominated and then he said i actually want to go because i want to be a good chef at my hometown rather than at your restaurant you've taught me so much that i think i can bring my hometown up like he literally could have won the whole fucking season (laughs) that's how good he was i think a lot of times when elimination happens it's not like a good person got eliminated the more shocking thing is when a bad person gets to stay on (laughs) and i'm like productions got their finger on their pulse being like no they're the drama of the show. They're going to bring us so many views and then we know people are just gonna be watching to see this person eliminated I'm like you fuckers alright we get rid of the chef the episode title's uncreative because it's just 16 chefs left 15 14 yada yada they change it in the latest seasons I think when streaming got popular they were like we can't keep these fucking titles anymore because it is a spoiler because I'm like looking at the next episode not like you know yeah and it's like 9 chefs compete again are you telling me no one got eliminated or they'll go like from 7 to like 4 I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> okay we're well, at the two finales what do they do to strive win that coveted position of having job security. I think it's changed over the seasons but the main gist is like they get to run the kitchen, they get to make their menu, they'll cook like all their foods and then they'll get like these you know very popular chefs, usually Wolfgang Puck, to come and judge and whoever gets the most points out of five gets to pick the first people on their brigade. And the brigade is of course the last eight people who got eliminated. Okay, if you watch any cooking reality show, that's basically how it always is. You make whatever you and you have to pass contestants to help you. Which is insane. And and like in Top Chef, that's fine. But in Hell's Kitchen, there's so much drama between everybody. Literally everyone will have a drama. Literally everyone probably fought with each other at one point. To the point where it's like, who the hell do you even choose? It's very rare when someone's like, oh, I know who I'm gonna pick. Or like, this person's like my best friend. Because a lot of times they'll just pick like the one who got eliminated in third place because obviously they're good at what they do. Like this is All Stars one where like the girl who won... Picked her worst rival, and I was like, "Why? And how the hell did you fucking win? Cause not like she sabotaged her, but she definitely was like not in it for her. And there's many people. There's always one person in each team who's like, "I want to see you fail. (laughs) Like season two, the one who got to the finale was such a bitch. Which she wasn't a bitch like the audience, but just to them, cause she's annoying. They're like, "If you win, you gotta pay each of us a thousand dollars. Wow. I was like, "Whoa. I mean, you gotta lose something to win. She didn't win, so nobody got nothing. But essentially, yeah. So they cook the best. They Ramsey watches them, see how they are. They get customer feedback and then they do this grand thing where they in Ramsey's office and they both have a door they have to go through and whoever's door opens means that they won that season. I think if I opened the door and it was locked and like I just hear a bunch of hooting and hollering on the other side, I would just kind of go on the ground and cry because no one can see me. I think most people do that. I think most people just like so crushingly drop to the ground and Ramsey has to kind of pick them up, you know, be like, no, you did a great job. I'm sorry, but you just didn't. Win. I I've only seen one person who, like, I think probably ran out the open door and hugged the winner. Oh. But only <laughs> one time. I ran out the open door and tackled him down off that ledge. <laughs> I honestly would just, like, just die on the door. be like, fuck. So you always Google after you watch the season, did they actually take the job from Ramsey, right? Yeah. And what's, like, the percentage of them actually taking, like, 90? I think all take it but most of them only last like a year oh. and then they move on to do something else I don't know if it's necessarily because like th- they're only contracted a year or they only promised a year but there's only very few chefs season 10's winner Christine who seems to be like still with the Ramsey company and then like she becomes a sous chef like starting like season 20 or something I forget what it was but yeah but I mean they bring up past people a lot and so I don't think a lot of them had any ill will towards the show so I think a lot of them is like you know maybe they just wanted to do something else I guess find a job that paid more than a quarter million or maybe something else in their hometown. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a good price. Yeah, I, of course it is. Job security. <laughs> For a year. Uh, still, if I got a job that paid me two point whatever million dollars, I'll take it. Two point million dollars. That's what the show is promising. That's why they go through the shit they go through because they have promised two point something million dollars. I said a quarter of a million. Oh my bad. Not even one million. Sorry, 250000 That's still a lot <laughs> it is yeah that's like nothing to sneer at bit <laughs> oh would you recommend hell's kitchen to anyone i would but like i said we saw it as kids i guess you don't remember so i knew what i was kind of getting into and i thought i'd get bored after a while but because i think our parents stopped watching because it was the same shit every season and it, but i like to binge so i would recommend it because i think it's so popular there must be something alluring about it even if it's like, like tasty poison right but not to everyone obviously because it can be very hard to watch people get slammed for doing... Sometimes there's nothing wrong. Or sometimes it's so minor. Yeah, if you want to see Nice Gordon Ramsay, watch Next Level Chef. Or... Not Kitchen Nightmares. He's no. also... I watched a lot of episodes of Kitchen Nightmares. Like Master Chef but Junior's? Oh, yeah, okay. I think he's really nice in that. Because they're kids, right? <laughs> oh, did you burn that? It's okay, it's okay. We're just going to turn the heat down. You can try again. It's like, are you okay? That's all that really matters. <laughs> you take a five-minute break. We'll give you five minutes later to add on to your time. He did that to one contestant in Hell's Kitchen saying, why don't you go upstairs? and take a break like with so much genuine concern that I just couldn't help but laugh (laughs) alright and with that we're gonna sign off see you next time on Hell's Kitchen where we send two people to the hospital